Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to this jam-packed Monday edition of JJ After Dark. It's John Jastrzemski right here on The Fan, and believe it or not, here on this Labor Day Monday, We are now days away from kickoff of the 2020 NFL season. So, you know what that means. We welcome back the cast of characters. We welcome back one of my all-time favorites. You can check him out on the Extra Points Podcast Network. You can check him out, bestbetcorner.com. He is one of our Vegas gurus. I love this guy, the great Harry Gagnon. What's happening, Harry? Uh, Jimmy, what's up, man? JJ, what's going on, bud? I love it. Harry, listen, it's good to have you back, bro. I'm all fired up. And let's be honest. I was very much skeptical that we would have this moment when it comes to an NFL season. But yet, here we are, dude. It's a couple days away. I think it's fair to say the NFL is going to hit us fast and hard, bro. I can't, you know, it's great, isn't it? Uh, JJ, listen, we're getting getting the games. Not only are we getting the games. We're getting them on time. Week one is happening. Thursday night's going to be something else. It's going to be wild. I love it. As far as your preparation for looking at these teams, getting a Vegas sense for the NFL as a whole, no preseason, not a real training camp, no real news back in April and May when it comes to rookie mm-hmm. camp. Would you say, Harry, you feel more prepared going into 2020, less prepared going into 2020, or right where you expect to be? Boy, you know, uh, JJ, I think in this situation, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to figure out who's getting the nods here and there. You got players that just got drafted. How much are they going to play? How much is factored in? With them? Like you just mentioned, not going to be able to see a lot of these rookies in preseason. It's not going to happen. So uh, interesting to see who gets the nod in certain spots, gambling wise, too. I've always said, I've always said week one is the toughest in the NFL, just gambling wise, because. You really sometimes you don't know what you have in some of these teams sometimes, so that's very difficult too. So the gambling aspect tough too because you don't know where you get week one, and now with this definitely tougher. Okay, now you consider the fact that some of these crowds are going to have some forms of people, places yeah. like here in New York City. There's going to be nobody in the building. 
You know, normally, Harry, you look at home field advantage in some places around the league. Like Arrowhead, it's usually great. Seattle, it's usually great. Do you think that the books are going to adjust it out right away? Or do you think that the lack of a home field advantage being factored into the spread maybe is something they're going to be a little slow to catch on to? What's your take on that? Yeah, I think, you know, that's something with really no fans. It's going to be tough to see how these games play out when. Give a let's give an example here, JJ. Say, you know, a, a, an underdog team of uh, five or six points is down seventeen points. Are they with with no, late in the third? Just going to quit? Are they not going to have enough here? They don't have the motivation. Maybe they're tired. It's early in the season. Something like that could be very difficult because we don't exactly know what. Like these teams that are like just. You, maybe we'll see after by week two, week three, if these teams don't really have it later on because they just don't have that extra enthusiasm. They don't have the crowd to pump them up, and maybe they're just not that good. Okay, Harry. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the darling of the offseason. They land Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. They lure Rob Gronkowski out of retirement. And listen, they're playing that game week one against the New Orleans Saints that's going to have everybody all sorts of fired up. Mm-hmm. So... Are you buying the hype with Tampa, or is Tampa going to be one of those you know preseason darlings that fall flat on their face? Hear you, I hear you on this, but you know what? I, and I know the pick probably right now because so many people have jumped on the bandwagon of Box and Brady is to go against them. But I'm still riding them. I called Tom Brady. I call, I said it. I said TB to TB, and uh, and I got them to finish first in the South. I've got them winning at plus one sixty. Um, I just I'm I'm on I'm board I'm on I'm, bo- I'm all on board here I think uh, with the duo of Evans and Godwin though they have 155 catches 2500 yards 17 touchdowns I know people were down on Brady too we just spoke about that before JJ 20 only 24 touchdowns but he didn't have a tight end last year he didn't have a tight end in New England he didn't have very good receivers uh, Edelman's 34 now uh, so this is a situation you know that he didn't have that he's got that now he's got Gronk back. I think O.J. Howard is going to be a steal. If you still haven't done your fantasy draft yet, O.J. Howard is the steal of the draft. First-round draft choice a couple years ago out of uh, Alabama. They just haven't used him right. Uh, I think he's going to be huge for this team. And Arians, two-time player, uh, coach of the year, Shaq Barrett, 19-and-a-half sack, underrated defense. Uh, I really like this team. So if you like the Bucks, and I agree with you, by the way, Harry, I think that mm-hmm. Brady is going to have a big-time season. He's got weapons galore. This idea that he and Bruce Arians are not on the same wavelength, I just think is so overblown. I think it's so overrated. And I think Tampa's going to be a playoff team without a doubt. But now I'm curious to get your sense because you picked Tampa to win this division. New Orleans, they've been knocking at the door the last few years. They've had some terrible postseason defeats. The total's at 10.5. You like Tampa to win this division. Are you buying regression from the Saints? Oh, no good on the Saints, buddy. No good. Under is the play. Under 10.5, like you just mentioned. The playoff. I mean, JJ, it's tough to keep coming back. Keep coming back. Three years in a row, totally snake-bitten. Uh, Breeze is 41.5 now. Um, his last two years, 7,000 yards. The two previous yard, years before that, 9,500 yards. Alvin Kamara's touchdowns were 12 less than 2018. Their second and third best uh, tacklers. Von Bell and A.J. Klein went to Cincy and Buffalo. It's Tampa time in the NFC South. Saints don't go, to, don't get there under 10 and a half. 
We got my buddy Harry Gagnon from the Extra Points Podcast Network with our good pal cousin Sal, bestbetcorner.com. Harry, when it comes to doing these season totals for the year, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how much you take into the scheduling angle. For example, I look at the NFC West this year, and it's a really good division. I think all four of those teams are legit. Yeah. Obviously, the Niners. I think the cards are much improved. Seattle's always a factor with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. And even though I don't love the Rams, I mean, for goodness sakes, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. But I see them with four games against a down AFC East. Do you think from a wins total standpoint, the schedule for the listeners out there who are looking to make some future bets on the over-unders, how much should they take that into account? Well, look, I'm, I'm going to give you one right here with, with, when you factor in the uh, teams and the schedule. Uh, the Chiefs, the defending champs, 11 and a half. 11 and a half is their total. Uh, got to lay a one, minus 125. And by the way, lines I'm using are from FanDuel. They got great stuff. Tons of props. Tons of props. Chiefs over 11 and a half. 12 wins the last two seasons. And Mahomes missed like two and a half games last year. Defense improved greatly second half of the year. And here's a situation, too, where they play five teams only, J.J., five teams that made the playoffs, and in their last 10 games, the Chiefs, last 10 games, they played one team that made the playoffs last year. That's crazy. That Wild, is crazy. Right? Yeah. So you're thinking a ton of value there. And listen, I'm not going to fault you when you're talking about the best player in the sport. All right, Harry, let's get to a team that I'm bullish on. Let's get to a team that – was not particularly good last year, but I think the NFC North is weak. I think if Matthew Stafford is right, he can be one of the better quarterbacks in this league. And I got their number at seven. And I think not only are they going to go over that number, I think they're a live team to win the NFC North. What do you think about the Detroit Lions? I like, I like it. I like over seven, too. I think they get eight. I think they at least get eight. Uh, bad luck last year. I mean, they have bad luck plenty. But they started out okay, and then Stafford was having a solid season. Goes down, uh, and they were 0-8 after uh, he went down. Kerryon Johnson went down as well. Like, but, look, I like they, they got out of Georgia, DeAndre Swift. That should be interesting to see how much time he gets. Uh, obviously, like we said, we, don't, we haven't seen any – we won't see any preseason games, but he was great at Georgia. And uh, for only playing eight games, Stafford did, and the rest of the quarterbacks, you know, Blout and, and everyone else who was in there doing Ridley, I guess – Terrible. I mean, they're not getting nothing done. Still, they're one-two tandem of Galladay and Marvin Jones. Still, these guys still had combined two thousand yards and twenty touchdowns. I think Jeff Okuda is going to help out that defense with that second pick overall. Harry, obviously, you're on a show here in New York City, so we got to get to the Jets and the Giants. Mm-hmm. And listen, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this one out. There ain't a whole lot of expectations for either one of these teams. Let's start with the Jets. Brutal schedule, mm-hmm. lack of playmakers around Darnold. I remember you were very down on the Jets last year. You were validated with that take. They were dead and buried, one and seven. And I know they won a bunch of games at the end of the year. In many yep. ways, it was window dressing. Are you feeling the Jets again going to be a bottom feeder? Or are you expecting improvement from this team? Not much improvement of all at all. I do not like the Jets again this season. Uh, last year, like you mentioned, down season, big time, 31st in rushing, 29th uh, in passing. Um, in the last two years, you know, against all odds, if, if people are out there listening, since 
since he was in USC, I've been down on Darnold. He's got only in, 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 and he's missed six games in his two seasons. He's under 60% in completion percentage overall, and that's with a ton of five-yard outs. He's, so, he's seen more ghosts than wins, J.J., really. And I just think that Adam Gase, he keeps getting jobs that he doesn't deserve, uh, and they gave up, they traded away Jamal Adams to Seattle. He, he was second in tackles and sacks on the team. And Bell, what he, he averaged 3.2. What a disappointing season. 3.2 yards of carry. I'm still down on the Jets. Don't like him at all. Harry, let's get to the Giants. Obviously, they've been a lousy team the last couple of years. New coach. I don't have lofty expectations. I do think they will play much better as the season goes along. They're a distant third, I think, in the NFC East. What do you see the Giants here in 2020? Giants have been my favorite team my whole life, but I'm still going under here, J.J., I just don't like what that, you know, I, I, mean, I don't like what they've done here. I, I know they didn't want offensive line in the draft, but overall here, I just think that, uh, look, they got too many issues on offense. I think uh, Daniel Jones has to prove there that he can actually hold on to the ball because it's killed him. It killed him in games last year where he, where he put up nice numbers, but the turnovers were too many. Uh, I don't know what's going on head coaching-wise. Not a lot about Joe Judge, Freddie Kitchens, and they got the clapper. I didn't like that one pick of a pickup at all. Uh, you know, I just think that, you know, they did sign uh, um, uh, um, Blake Martinez. He'll be nice. Uh, you know, they did have, you know, last three years, Blake Martinez. I looked this up when I was checking them out. 144, 144, 154 tackles, three straight seasons. That's pretty impressive. But overall here, I just don't, you know, I, 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 Evan Ingram has only played eight games last year. I just don't like uh, I just don't like the Giants to be able to get six. I think they're going to be probably underdogs in most games, except maybe uh, Washington games. Okay, Harry, we know you're a big believer in finding those season-long props, ones that you can root for, ones you can cheer on. From an MVP standpoint, from a yardage standpoint, give me one or two you really, really like going into the year. I like the, I like I gotta say. At twenty to one, I like Kyler Murray. MVP oh, I like that start. a lot. I like that well, a lot, Harry, because you know why? You bank it on him to be the quarterback to make the jump, and you know the deal, Harry. More often than not, they're giving that MVP to the quarterback. It seems like they do it yeah. year after year after year. JJ South, me and when we did our uh, against all odds, we did our NFC AFC Pro Bowl, uh, AFC NFC um, uh, podcast. We had the Cardinals at ten. Ten wins. They were only five, they won five last year. And even though you got to play Seattle and San Fran twice, they're at seven and a half. Means a lot here. And this that's basically because the 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 Vegas has faith in this DeAndre Hopkins uh, pickup. I mean that was huge. This could be a monster offense. I love the pickup in eighth overall. The uh, defensive uh, linebacker out of Clemson, Isaiah Simmons, is going to plug up that hole. Arizona was number one in giving up uh, receptions, yards, and touchdowns to tight ends. That's why they went out and got Isaiah Simmons to stop that. Fitz and uh, Fitz, uh, Fitz, uh, Fitz, uh, uh, Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk, 150 catches, 1,500 yards. Drake had eight touchdowns. I like this team, and I like uh, this is what's going to be happening. I like the cards to go over seven half, and I love that, that Kyler Murray is going to be able to have all these weapons to go to. Okay, Harry, let's turn it over to the NBA and the NHL quickly before we get your week one best bets. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Obviously, the Islanders right now, slight dog against Tampa in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
NBA playoffs, you got four series going on. Miami at some point is going to wrap it up against Milwaukee. And I got Miami, by the way, Harry. You'd love this. Plus 400 to win the series. Real juicy, juicy value. Um, With the other three series that are going on, Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, Lakers, where they tied now one apiece, or the Boston-Toronto series where they tied it two apiece. Anything uh, intrigue you there? Move. I, I do like, uh, boy, I do like, uh, I like Toronto. I mean, I think. Well, Toronto, I'm seeing them right now, Harry, even money basically to win that series. Oof. So you're telling me you'd hop on that. You think they got the momentum on their side. At the, be- at the beginning of the playoff, I had Toronto playing the Clippers. I still got to go with it. Van, Van Vliet's getting 20 a game. What a way to, I mean, just that ending. Well, how crazy was that game three ending? Just to, I mean, you're done if you don't make that shot. You make that shot, and all of a sudden it's two and a half. All the motivation is on uh, uh, with the Raptors. I love Serge Ibaka. He's gone. Uh, Serge has gone over um, three of the last four games. He scored scored like 15 points. Last game he was seven of nine from the field, 78 percent. He's helping out too. I like the Raptors. You're in on the Raptors. What do you think about a potential Heat? Raptors Celtic Eastern Conference Finals. Who's favored in that series, Harry? Boy, uh, you know, uh, uh, if it's if it's Raptors Heat, gotta give the Raptors uh, still their due. Defending champs, I'd say. Let's see if you think I'm right. I, the way the Heat are playing, if the, if the Heat closes out the next game, that means they've won every single game. They'd be eight and one in the playoffs. Uh, it still make Toronto a minus. Not much. Minus 135? Yeah, good. I was going to say 120, 125. And I got to be honest, Terry, in that case, I'd be all over the heat. I think the mm-hmm. heat are going to the NBA Finals. I do. Was that game crazy today? Whatever. I mean, that was never. I mean, that was wild, that overtime and down the stretch. Hero was amazing. No, and you credit the Bucks, who have been an absolute joke in this series, finally showing you a pulse, finally, finally figuring out a way to get a win and, you know, maybe extend this series a little longer. Okay, my friend. As we now look ahead to week one, which is days away, I know you have some games already lined up on your card. I'm not willing to go there yet, but let me hear what Harry will be rolling with, at least for now, when it comes to week one. First, buddy, I have to go with your Miami Dolphins. I like it already. You're off to a good start, I hope, Harry. That a boy. Made some nice uh, acquisitions in free agency. They finally went out and spent some money. Like guys like Shaq Lawson. Uh, I, I loved how they didn't, like you mentioned earlier, they didn't fold on Brian Flores down the stretch. In fact, I think they won five or six. Um, I love the way, like I said, I love the moxie at the end of the season. Um, uh, and look, Devontae Parker, a quiet 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns last season. Quite the weapon that they got down there. And uh, I just think the plus six here is too many. And I remember how the season ended when Miami went into New England, shut them down, beat them, bounced them from the two seed, and basically ended their season. And I don't mind this Brita-Howard combo that they got in there. I'd love to see Miles Gaskin get a little bit of action too. I mean, that dude can fly. So Miami plus the six. Miami plus six. What else are you taking? I like the Bills. Minus six and a half against those Jets. Uh, Josh Allen last year, 3,100 yards, 500 yards rushing. Uh, I, I, I just don't like the Jets in this situation. These two teams opened the season last year. Uh, the Bills won 
in New York when they in uh, in uh, against the Jets at at the Jets, where I think this is a situation where that was a game where uh, Darnold could have went out and won the game at the end. He didn't get it done. Uh, Josh Allen did get it done at the end of the game with a touchdown. And I just think the Bills are overall way better than the Jets. And I think lay the six and a half here. The Bills are going to be really good. You got a Super Bowl future for me that I should get invested in? <laughs> I do. I do, bud. I do. And uh, being a Giants fan, it kills me to say this. Kills me. But at 33 to 1 on FanDuel, you can get the Cowboys versus the Chiefs for the Super Bowl. Wow. I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. And listen, you're, you're banking on the fact that Mahomes is going to find a way to get there. No value in taking Kansas City either to go to the bowl or win it. So basically taking the Chiefs and finding an NFC team you like, that's the way to go. Wow, that pays 33-1? to 33-1. I like to that, one. dude. And look at the look at the Dallas. I, gotta, I have to say, you have to look at this Dallas offense. I mean, Dak came 98 yards away last year. From 5,000 yards. They had two receivers with 1,100. Uh, 54 catches out of Zeke. I mean, this team, and, and then you steal it with number 17 in the draft. You get C.D. Lamb, who had 3,300 yards, 3,200 or 32 touchdowns at Oklahoma. This team is stacked. I hate to admit it, but it's true. They got weapons on defense, too. I like Dallas here to come out of the uh, uh, NFC to take on Kansas City in the, uh, out of the AFC. My brother, Harry Gagnon, doing his thing with Cousin Sal. BestBetsCorner.com. Did I get that right, Harry? You got it right, pal. How about that? So, listen, what will we find with you all football season? What do you got cooking with Best Bet Corner? What do you got cooking with Cousin Sal? Best Bet Corner, we'll have have my best bets up all year. Check out that. And also with Cousin Sal, the Extra Points podcast, of course. We're going to be against all odds podcast. You can listen to us on from Extra Points. Also, what we do, me, Brother Brian, the parlay kid, the degenerate trifecta, JJ, we have picks up every single day, our best pick of the day, every single day. And if you want to see me do something crazy like last week, I did a flip in the pool. 250 pounds, buddy. I did a flip in the pool. Gave that a boy. NASCAR. Like yeah, a gymnast, yeah. so, for goodness yeah. sakes. <laughs> Love it. So uh, you get a little laughs on there. And JJ, the last 20 picks, 25 picks, last 25 picks. 20 and 5. Ooh, muy caliente. boy, Harry. Tasty. Listen, have a great season. I'm sure we'll do this a ton throughout the course of the year. All the best to you and the fellas. All the best to you and the family. And uh, let's make sure we catch up soon, all right? JJ, you're the man. Thanks as always, pal. There you have it. That's the great Harry Gagnon. We got a lot more to do, a lot more of your calls. It's a Monday edition of JJ After Dark. We're right here on The Fat. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.